Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined as ever by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my gorgeous and glowing friend, Mrs. Berry. Mrs. Berry, who's a little bit fed up. Oh, uh, no, I don't think I, no, I'm not fed up. I'm actually, I think I'm, I'm a bit traumatised and a bit, <laughs> a bit traumatised and upset and mama bear, my mama bear, um, you know, nerve endings are just on high alert. Aren't they strong? Oh. When your mama bear instinct kicks in, I swear I could, I could lift a tank off yep. an ant. So, we're going to start with that. How was your week? What's going on? Uh, so, the week started very well, actually, because I went and saw Michael, my shrink, and we had a huge – we spent most of the session talking about my inner critic. So, last week we talked about how you were being mean to yourself about yes. your weight. Yes, which have then, of course, spirals into just binge eating and eating like a trash panda. And, uh, and I just went into him. I said, listen <laughs> – I said, you have to, you've got to fix this today. Like, I'm done. And, of course, he just went over and reiterated things that we have covered off in the last sort of, oh, I don't know, 12 years that I've been seeing him. And it's funny, you know, it was almost like a refresher course. So, but the things that he talked about, the main phrase, uh, which I shared, like, on Insta and I think in the group, actually, as well, on Monday, was um, that to not use food as my soothing currency currency is that a great thing yeah. soothing currency looking at things as your currency so your love currency or your anger currency or and what you're going to use in for that yeah and so he said we have to find other options to use instead of food and these are your three options you talk it out were you really eating that much yeah okay uh, eating a lot and just and, and eating shit like not mindlessly mind, mindless eating uh, it was quite no it wasn't mindless it was quite specifically driven of like self-destructive sort of eating habits and behaviors lots of junk food lots of fast food do you food. eat when you're happy or you're sad yes yes or, yeah, okay right <laughs> yes tick tick tickety boo food is my currency yeah. <laughs> it's my love currency it's my everything currency um and so this was – and, of course, it was it was just really helpful because it's just – it's like that little reset. I've done so much work in this space and that was one of the things why this time around was so – I was so upset and worried about it was because I couldn't – I was using all my, you know, my CBT sort of tips and tricks to oh, – yeah. and, and I'm just like going, I don't – what's happening? Why – and um, so the three options are to talk it out and he goes, talk to Rob about it. And or anyone, you know, just talk, and I'm, which really you'd think I was doing that anyway, wouldn't you? You don't, mi- then, you don't mind a conversation. I don't mind a chat. <laughs> and then uh, um, walk it out. Just go for a walk. Just get out. I'd love, love to have an episode of this hot flash where we don't suggest some, someone go, go for, for a walk. walk. I know. And <laughs> then thir- and the third one was to meditate. Was to do a meditation. And do you know, just, just, and then this week, everything's just calmed down. All my eat, like now I'm just eating normally. Only like now I'm back to just like I'm really hungry. Have something to eat. Oh, I'm kind of full. Stop eating it, and I can just do it. It's just the mind is an amazing machine. I tell you what, that was Monday, (sighs) and then the rest of the week was kind of fine. 
And then last night I went out for drinks with some mums um, of... Um, What's that in your ear? That's my new, that's my new earring. That's my new... My new um, What's that called? Thing. It's in your tragus. That, that spot in your ear sore. is called tragus. Well, it was only done like two days ago. No, but it didn't hurt. Yes, it hurt like an absolute bastard. It's yeah, like getting um, kicked okay. in the dick. I'm not getting it. <laughs> Apparently, it's going to take a long time to heal too. So, here are you with all your piercing and your chats. Yeah. And I like faint when I get a blood test. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I went out for drinks last night with some mums, and which was absolutely lovely until I... Uh, it was Well, the whole night was lovely, but there was one part that was particularly difficult, which was when one of the mums was telling us about her son being assaulted and uh, like two weeks ago and all of our boys were there when it happened and none of them had told us. So Kim had filled me and of course our house is full of teenage boys as per usual on a Saturday afternoon Yeah, and Kim sought uh, advice from them and they were all pretty bloody horrified actually. They were really horrified and they were just like, we'd just fucking kill them. And I'm like, can you come to the beaches and just... <laughs> no, 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 no. no, and I'm um, like, no, violence is not the answer. I'm not, I'm not going to go into yeah, all of the details idea, because idea. it's... Yeah, not your story to tell. It's not my story to tell. It's also probably going to end up in a court. Mm-hmm. Um, but needless to say, this 15-year-old boy who was assaulted at one point thought he was going to be raped. And yet he still doesn't want to go to the police. He doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't want to be a snitch. And this is what happens. This is just what happens, Mum. We just live on the beaches. You just get rolled. It's like, uh, excuse me? It doesn't. It doesn't no. just happen. It's no. illegal. And it's so traumatic. And my <laughs> heart goes out to, to you too because I could see you getting really affected I'm really by talking. Up, I'm really upset about yeah, it. Yeah, and I am too. And, and just even watching the boys bristle up when you were telling me. I know. Mom, well, that made me even more upset because I'm just watching them. these boys who don't know them getting upset on their behalf. Half, yeah. Um, but I'm going to put a call out to the group because I am sure there are of um, course there are members who have had their children, um, their their boys experience something like this, or who work in the space, who are counsellors, or and I That's I need really advice. Good, really good one. Can I you need write that down. And make sure you put that out. Well, I um, um I had I had a delightful day yesterday. Two of my best girlfriends' daughters. Uh, finished the HSE and they're both turned 18. I've known them since the minute they were born. Mm. And we finally worked out a date and I took them down to the botanist for lunch. Just the three of us. The mums weren't invited. Oh, I love that. And we just had two and a half hours and they they tried all the cocktails. <laughs> Did you get them smashed? Oh, no, just happy sort of... Just giggly. Yeah. You know, I had two cocktails and a glass of wine for me at the moment. That's quite that's a like, bit. <laughs> you were just like, oh, that's my <laughs> weekly allocation. <laughs> um, and they had a couple of cocktails, but we talked about everything. We talked about relationships and, and you know, how to to establish yourself in the next period of your life. We talked about abortion. We talked oh. about drugs. We talked about everything. And I just it just made me feel really pleased that these young kids are good. Yeah. I mean, there's those fuckers who are going to bash up people, but there's fuckers in our age bracket as well. But I honestly think we're in good hands. Do you know, my boss actually said to me this week, because I was talking about a different incident, and she was saying one of the best things someone ever told her for her children was that they had another adult 
who they could go to and yeah. talk to when they didn't want to talk to you. And it could be a broken heart or it could be something traumatic. Well, I mean, broken heart's traumatic, but, you know, like it could be anything. And that's you, that's you for these girls. They, yeah. Yeah. And for these boys and for yeah. everyone on the Facebook page. And sometimes it gets a bit much. But I've got to tell you, something happened to me this week and I was triggered and I was trying to remember what it was that triggered me. And I think it was – I read some horrible article about some dreadful mother. And then – Don't do that. No, no, no. And then um, – it's the like you read stories about things, bad things that happen to animals and then you wonder why you're so upset. <laughs> and the second half of this podcast we're going to talk about anger, right? And about how not to lose your shit. Because, and then it started me thinking, I remember when Harry was little and I would scream at him. Mm. So then I'm like, oh my God, I have – like, so then I just went into his room and I said, was I a bad mother? Mm. Oh, day one. <laughs> <laughs> Day one. Um, and I was like, you know, I just, I just, I have this vivid memory of, of really screaming at you one time. Like, I lost my shit really badly. And, yeah. And, like, I just, I'm so sorry. I just, I have to, and he's like, is it right, Mum? <laughs> you're, you're a good mum. You're a great mum. I love you. Mom. I love yeah. you, Mum. Yeah, give me a big hug. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Fuck my brain, honestly. <laughs> Too I, much. I cried. I cried on Jasper like before I knew any of everyone. <laughs> this week, like I, it was must have been like Sunday night, and I like cried on him as well that he was just growing up too fast, <laughs> and I was so worried that something might break him. And little did I know, this had happened. And that's um, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, so I had a good week. Yes. Ah, oh, well. You Can know. I just say you're well, looking fantastic? Thank you very much. Well, the sparkles back in her eyes, it's ladies. Pretty, it's pretty hard. Like you know, there's nowhere else to go when you discover the rock bottom has a basement. <laughs> um, no, I'm feeling really good. And and someone asked me on the Facebook page this week. Please join the Facebook page. Um, you know, to give some tips on self care, and I just like wrote an essay. Yeah. And um, and. I felt fine, fine, fine. And then yesterday I was like, I'm better. I'm better. So I did fucking everything. Like oh, my God. Did the work, <laughs> put that assignment in, did all the washing. And then what, what, time, what time did you fall in? Three o'clock. <laughs> three o'clock. I was walking around Woolworths up at Neutral Bay and at you three o'clock. Did you hit the wall? And I was like, I could not keep my eyes open. And I thought, I wonder if it's okay if I just lie down <laughs> and just go towards the edge of the aisle. Yeah. So if anyone wants anything, they can still get it. Like just this fatigue just went bang. bang. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> so it then takes I went, months okay. to get over glandular, glandular fever. <laughs> so, yeah. No, so today I, I got up and I just did some pottering and, you know. Just, I'm proud of you. I'm just, I'm just looking after myself, Kim. Yeah, and I'm feeling so much better for it. And again, thanks for all you lovely people who, you know, and the baton. Did you throw it into the Narrabeen Lake? Yeah, I Great, did. Great, because I, I did, did have a lot of questions about whether that <laughs> I happened. I did. I threw the baton, and I sort of was quite vicious with my hand. And Rob was driving, and I sort of threw it across out the front of his window. There was a little mild wobble as I you know, blocked his actual driving view of the road. But apart from that, it was all great. Okay, so if you're not aware of what the baton, we've been doing this thing where I've had the sads for a few weeks and then, I, then I'm okay and then I hand it across to, <laughs> then we, to uh, Kim yeah. and then she gets the shit. So we decided to get rid of it. It's the like baton. a really shitty relay race. <laughs> and there's no winner. There's no winner. And we fall over a lot and graze our knees <laughs> and turn our ankles. 
can I tell you something funny though? Yes. Um, it's not really that funny, I suppose. But now that I'm like just petrified of falling over and slipping over, I walk like a Clydesdale. <laughs> I was no. walking down down to the cafe the other day, and I was wearing semi not good shoes. Right. So you did the. So Very I like, and, and I was thinking, if someone is looking at me, they're going to think I'm wearing caliper boots or something like that, <laughs> because I was walking like a Clydesdale. I was so worried because it was a bit slippery, it was a bit wet, <sighs> and it's it wasn't. It, I was not going on any fashion New York Fashion Week sort of walking with that pony walk. I was Clydesdale walking. Did any, was there anything in the news this week that caught your eye? Oh yeah, I'm sure there is. What about you? Uh, platypuses glow in the dark. True story. They put them under a blue light and they glow. And it's not just platypuses because they've done platypuses and it's gone, holy shitballs, platypuses glow. And so they've done it on others and like squirrels glow. Squirrels! I love squirrels! Squirrels! Surely that's some sort of uranium issue. (laughs) No, it's just just the best story in the world. It's just absolutely tickled me no end. Do you know what? I'm in such a good mood. I don't even have anyone on my list this week. No, I don't have anyone on my list. Or Although, when we went to get my tragus piercing done this week, it was on Thursday night, it was at 7 o'clock, and I was like, and of course, at just after, just at around 6, I went, okay, but I'm just going to whip up, I'm just going to whip up a, a, a ricotta and spinach pie for the boys for dinner. Just whip it up. And, and then, of course, so then it was like this, you know, the great, the you know, the great race to get it done, and then get in the car at like, you know, twenty five to seven. It did it because I am an Olympian, and uh, we got You're down. Olympian. We got down Olympian there. Olympian weightlifter. I am. <laughs> Svetlana. <laughs> she prepares in potato fields. <laughs> and uh, anyway, and we got down there, and then they'd had some, you know booking snafu and we ended up like waiting around for like 45 minutes so that was sort of on my list but then the guy who did the piercing was really lovely and so frazzled because this chick had come in and it had been a boring story but it was so that was so glad you skipped that boring story oh i've got something on my list my brain right your brain my brain is so fucking like Mush, mush. <laughs> and I'm doing so much work to understand it. Okay, so there's two things that happened this week. Yes. Once I went I went on Monday down to Coffee and Dog. Yes. As opposed to Grog and Dog. Yes. Um, so I went down there. There was a million dogs, like all cavoodles. Had a lovely chat with these beautiful people and chat, 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 chat. We all had chocolate croissants. I got the good ones. They got the bad ones. So they took theirs back. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. And he was <laughs> wearing a Biden wearing shirt. About. So we love him. Oh, okay. So then I came home and then I, so I go to like look at my phone. I couldn't find my phone. Oh. It's like, fuck. So I couldn't be bothered to walk down there. So I drove down there to the park and there it was sitting on the bench. Just sitting there. Yeah. Okay. Case number two for pleading of insanity. Yes. Well, forgetness, forgetfulness. Two days ago, went to the ATM to because like like everything goes on the credit card in our phone. But sometimes, like when your kid goes, "Can you owe five bucks?" I know, I know, and you never have any money. So I never I, have I, cash. I just walked past the ATM. I'll just get a little bit of cash out just so I've got. Like, Did you forget your pin number? No, I put the pin number in. I, was, you, I don't even need sixty bucks. Put sixty bucks in. Boom. Did you put in six hundred? 
No. Oh. And then, you know, got home and I said to the boys, I got $10 each for lunch tomorrow because Fridays they get yes. their lunch because I just can't be fucked. Yes. Where the cash is was the receipt and the cash was left in the ATM. Um. So, um. two things this year, week for early onset dementia. <laughs> and then I said to Mr. Wu last night, I said, I've done something dumb. Because I know he did it, but he pulled out $200 once and left it there. So, I uh, knew that I oh, – like, he yeah. goes, that's okay. I've done that too. I said, I know, but yours is $200. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, – you are the worst. The I worst. I am the worst. <laughs> um, I oh, I was going to tell you something and now it's <laughs> – You've left it at the ATM. I've left it at the ATM. Or on the park the bench. God damn it. I'm a bit disappointed you didn't bring that focaccia today. Oh, yeah. The onion and fennel, you know, like yes, that thing I that was. my whole family, oh, including my in-laws. <laughs> I know, oh, my God. And they were here. And they were here. I think they were only here to get the fennel and onion focaccia. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But I'm going to let you try my Hungarian goulash yes, at half time. Oh, yeah. um, for those who know, my in-laws are Hungarian and very Hungarian. Um, and so I have nailed goulash. It's so exciting. Nailed it. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. Oh, okay. One of the good things about this week was we are progressing the um, Oscar independent living plans. Yes. Uh and, yeah, so we're progressing that. So the mums, we had a meeting. Um, but in the process of doing that, I found out about a program called Bushlink. And she's literally walked out of the room. That's how much she cares. That's how much she cares. She's just walked out. It's just me and Isabel Barbara. And Isabel Barbara is just twitching her ear at me because she knows I'm talking about her, but she's not looking at me because her mum's left and she's, like, worried. Not really. Um, oh, here she is. So I, um, yeah, what found out. About me? Yeah, I was just saying that. I thought I was just saying this, you know, telling this really important story, and you just walked out because you just, you know, don't care. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not passive aggressive. That's just aggressive. <laughs> anyway, this, there's this program called Bushlink, and it's run. They basically, um, it's a program where they go and they do bush regeneration or gardening or groundskeeping uh, for. Um, you know, special needs young adults, and uh, I think Oscar's going to do it next year. And it's a they do a training program for twenty four weeks, just one day a week. But then they can um, there's possibilities that they can then get hired with through Bushlink with local councils and schools. And so that sounds fantastic. This is a very big development and very exciting, and Oscar will love it. That sounds fantastic. So that was a very that was a good part. That was a good part of this week. Um, I think we need to spice it up. Let's like it. Like, what happened this week that was? I mean, Trump's still being a dick. Um, Rob and I got two date nights. That was exciting. That was, we had a. Sneaky, I had macas twice. Oh, I had a bite of a cheeseburger today. Not a whole cheeseburger. I just had a bite. Mm. And then it's interesting because I didn't actually really feel like it, but that's because I'd had a bread roll, and a plum, you and a scorched almond bar. Live in large, Kim. <laughs> I know, right? I had a Scotch diamond bar today and that's the first one I've – I don't think I've had one since high school. Hey, put your hand They're up. They're so good. Put your hand up if you can say that you recently joined a community uh, education uh, 
thing that listens to uh, educational lectures once a month. Hand oh is up. God, did you, are you, have you joined the University of whatever it's called? No. In my neighbourhood, which is a lovely neighbourhood. It is. And the people are very friendly. They are. But they're very community minded. Well, they've got nothing better to do. <laughs> you know both my neighbours listen to this. <laughs> Lisa. Hi, Beth and Lisa. I'm sorry. That was a <laughs> very uncalled very, for. very, very fun. But there's a group of them who um, – thank you, darling. There's a group of them who get together and have a guest lecture. And the guest lecture this week was my father-in-law, Robert Wook. Oh, wow. Who is um, the cleverest man in the world. Yeah. And he delivered, like, complexities, right? He goes, would you so like to So, what's his come? background? What's he... He is uh, fled Hungary during the revolution, turned up oh, here when he was four with nothing, and now he is like a professor of maths, chaos maths theory. <gasps> he's a doctorate of oh agriculture. Like, he, he used to go to Iraq and sort them out. Like, he's very, very smart. Wow. Yeah, very, very smart. So, he said, um, the group would like to meet you. Because they'd heard me on the radio or something like that, ABC, oh. when, and oh. Mrs. Woog, and they were like, oh, that's got to be related to Robert yes. Woog. Yes. So I went down and I was thinking, oh, God, this was a lecture on complexity. It was my so feel- interesting. My feelings about that are complex. Uh, <laughs> no, my feelings uh, about that are very simplistic. <laughs> it was really interesting. Was it? But, like, and then I got tired because, you know, I've had glandular fever. So then I left and then they, they were like, no, you have to stay. We need to get to know you more. Will you lecture at the next one? Shut up. Thanks, Isaac. I've got a cabana boy here today. His name's Isaac. <laughs> He's quite gorgeous. He's very, yes. He, 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 makes, he cut his me, curls off, though. He, he cut his curls off and he makes my gin and tonic for me. That's hilarious. Oh, he just blew us a kiss. He'll go far, that one. Oh, pfft. So far. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, apparently, and I'm going to make you come with me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, no, I want, more, I want to know more about complexity. So, what did he talk about it in terms of, like, as a theory? Complexity as a theory or was it? Um, oh, uh, I'll just give you his number. <laughs> no one else wants to talk about this. I'm telling you right now. Oh, they so do. You watch. There'll be heaps of people just going. Well, he what? did. He was here before, and he did ask, didn't he? Whether he did. He could be a guest. He's got the thickest Hungarian accent, and he's a cheeky bugger too. Oh, I he's so cheeky. He was great. He, I love him. What did he call his dogs when they were? I said, "What are your puppies called?" And he went, "This one's called something something, and that one's called fuckwit, fuckwit, <laughs> or something, fuck off, or something." And I just went. Oh, you're the best. He's actually, yeah, wow. Okay, yeah, uh, all right. So you're going to give a talk. What are you going to talk about? Well, you're talking with me. Oh, am I? Yes. Uh And we're going to talk about getting crazy in your (laughs) mid-40s and how it just keeps getting better. But we are going to come back after this short break. Oh, really? Because we are going to talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look how late it is, darling. I've got to get dinner on the go. Um, So we are going to take a short break and come back and talk about Losing your shit. Yeah, okay. I'm losing it. No, what I was thinking of moving on up and moving. You could be, but then it doesn't that, fit. That doesn't make losing it. your shit. I'm lo- it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's a really bad. We way really should have cut. We really yeah. should have pressed stop. Press stop. Press stop. Press stop. Go stop. And we're back. Wow, I feel like 
I, I feel like we were recording six days ago. This is like that was a long break. A bl- it was a blank. Not that it, not that it is for our dear listeners, but because we still haven't managed to sell any. Seriously, the boys space. were just like, uh, you know, were, are about to head out. But it was like a John Farnham tour. They were back in and out, and back in and out, and. The best part about it, apart from them, because they're all just so lovely, was actually the Doritos. But they've taken them with them. Oh, oh is that the Never Never? So, Mr. Woog is now... Oh, Fuck, there's a shit ton of gin in that. Yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the best friends are just... No ice. Why am you not icing gin? that? Jesus. Oh, Alex. There's two trays in there that are... That I've just filled, but there's another one that... Uh, we're podcasting. Right. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to talk about anger because... God, I thought you just said anal. <laughs> I think you've talked enough about that during the course of the podcast. We're going to talk about <sighs> anger and yep. why are so many 40, 50-year-old ladies angry? Oh, hormones. It's all hormones. And also... We're just fucking tired. We are tired. We're sick of being everything for everyone. I know. And my kinesiologist. Um, <laughs> Who I think I want to go and see. She's, oh my God. Yeah, go on. Have to, anyway, um, she has helped me work out that there is a transition period from where you become like the beautiful, lovely mother and motherly instincts mm. to then going, what the f- Fuck. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> and then you have uncontrollable rage, which can stem from something that's so small. Mm. And then you, okay, I'm going to tell you the story about Mr. Wig and I. Yeah. You ready for this one? I'm ready. I hope this makes sense. Recently, I've been a bit of a cunt to Mr. Wig. Yes. And not particularly kind. Which is interesting because it was, it was not that long ago that you were literally jumping his bones almost every night to the point he said to me, can you please talk to her? I cannot keep doing this. I am a very <laughs> complex creature, my friend. <laughs> so and the I've poor s- man, he's gone from being woken up for sex, which at the age of like, you know, late 40s is like a man. <laughs> it, it, like it hurts his back. <laughs> I know. He's just like, where was this? Where was this when I was 25? It's like now I just want to sleep. God, <laughs> I was having a really good night's sleep. Because <laughs> I was you got toys to deal with this. <laughs> because I wasn't sleeping and I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never said I was black and white. Anyway, and now it's so, yeah. Now it's now she's at the other end of the spectrum. Oh no, I'm always grumpy, but I've just ramped it up recently. Right. Um. You know, because I've had glandular fever and a little bit. Of oh, have you? Sorts of things going on with me. You know, you and glandular fever is going to be like me with my whole, like my exploding ass. That went on. That went on for months of the podcast. You know, I've got a tickety boo thyroid, and I carry that badge with pride. <laughs> anyway, okay, you've so been a cunt to Mr. Wu. Been a cunt. Um, just, just a real bitch. Right, like a real bitch. And there's a very, very big conversation happening on the Facebook page about it because I put a call out saying. You know, move your mic closer to you. Losing your shit, right? Just losing your shit and how bad it is for you. Yeah. So uh, we were sitting there having our nightly catch up about five o'clock. We sit down and we just have a little chat. How was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And then I think I think I mimicked him. Oh. I think he said something, something, something. And I went, something, something, something. (laughs) (laughs) And he looked at me and he goes, 
off you go. That's enough. No. Nah. No. Nah. So he does pull me up on occasion. Yeah. And I said to him, no. How does that work out for him? He's pretty, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty firm when he needs to be. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, that was bitchy of me and that was silly. And then we started talking about how we'd just sort of been bickering about stupid things and how we both didn't like it. And, you know, we're pretty good mates and, um, you know, we love each other. And I said, well, I said, we need to come up with a safe word. And a safe word is when you can spring out this word and that just stops everything. Yeah. Like, so when you can feel it spiralling, when you've yeah. just gone from a little snippy to suddenly you're pulling out what happened in 2003. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, right. And exactly. <clears throat> and that time that you said that um, my hair didn't look that good or, mm. you know, mm. as if you'd mm. ever noticed. But anyway, um, and I said, we need to do this because, you know, you can have an argument. I'm not saying that that's not unhealthy because it's very healthy to have yes. different points of views. But when it turns nasty yeah. and personal. Yeah. So he came up with the word kebab. <laughs> so now we have this word called kebab. So when we start going down that path, yeah. either of us can just say kebab <laughs> and that just stops the whole conversation and attracts two reasons because it's the safe word and we're both agreed on it. And the other reason is because it both makes us laugh. I reckon your intake of kebabs is actually going to increase. <laughs> Because uh, ever since you've told me, all I want is a kebab. I love kebabs. And apparently, Felix was telling me, because we walked past it, I had to take him, he had a workplace incident, accident, and I had to take him for an x-ray of his foot. And we walked past this kebab place in Monavale. And I went, oh, have you been there? Is that any good? And he just looked at me and goes, Mum, that's the best kebab joint on the beaches. And I went, oh, wh- uh, what now? And he was like, yeah, we go there almost like every Saturday. And I'm like, what the, what the, what the? I really want a kebab now. I know, right? But so ever since you've said that, I'm like, mm, I wonder how I can factor in it's a kebab. It's a really good kebab place at Birkenhead Point. They put chips in the kebab. Uh, and it's Greek. It's got that fluffy bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> getting back to being angry. I think when they're Greek, they call them... Euros. Euros. And they're the hottest guy that makes them. Oh, really? Oh, I, he's only hot because he calls me sweetheart. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <No> feminism. Anyway... <laughs> So, it got me thinking about anger and why it's really bad. Um, So, you've got these two little glands that sit on your kidneys. Oh. And when you lose your shit, they release something called cortisol. Is that where cortisol comes from, your kidneys? Cortisol. Yeah, I know cortisol, but I didn't know that's where... Not cortisone. No, cortisol. cortisol. Yeah. So, that floods your entire body. And it shuts down the rational part of your brain. So when you start in on losing your shit yeah. and it just elevates and elevates and elevates and then all of a sudden you're screaming at birds in the sky. and Do you know, like, it's really... <laughs> Angry man shakes fists at clouds. At clouds, you know, get off my stoop. Yeah. It really is very... You know, and anger is is a natural, normal yeah, that's right. emotion that yeah. we all have to have. Yeah. But when you hit that peak losing your shit like women in our age group do, it's just so bad for your stress levels. It really – so I would like to talk about, you know, and suppressed anger is like a volcano. Mm. Yeah, it's not good to keep it in. It's not good to keep it in. But it's a little bit like anxiety where uh, – or a fart <laughs> – you know, you have to let a little bit out 
To check you're not going to do a shit. All the time so you don't shut. <laughs> so if you're an anxious person, think of a balloon and letting a little bit of air out. Otherwise, if the balloon just keeps getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger, it will yeah. pop. It's yeah. the same with anger. Um, but the reactions can be controlled to the Yes, anger. that's right. Yeah. So when's the last time you, you got you really it. angry? Because um, I did say yeah. in the conversation that you were pretty good at keeping your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Um, you're very measured. I'm thinking about like as a mum with your kids, like you use your words. So uh, I haven't tr- really absolutely lost it like to the level where you say things you regret and you um, – Like you, know, you throw your husband's dinner out into the back lawn or, yeah. you, or you, you chop <laughs> the leg off a wetsuit. Oh, I've yeah. just heard someone's done that. I don't know who it was. Um. Ah, uh, I don't know. I know that when I know that when the husband introduced the boys to the new bride before the child bride. before I met her when I had specifically said yeah, I want to no, meet no, her no, 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 and no, I no. lost it at him. That was actually the only time in the whole family realignment that I really lost my because shit. Because that's just disrespectful. <clears throat> yeah. So there was that. So that was like 20 that was in 2015. You haven't lost your shit in 5 years. I mean, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've. I'm sure I have, but I. I don't really, because normally now I know. Because now I know when it's coming. I know when I'm reaching my point of. I, I'm just. It's one more straw, and I'm. You know, and that's it. I'm going to lose my shit, and that's when I sit the boys down and I say, and "You use your words. You need to understand where I'm at right now." And then we have the discussion again. Defcon five. Oh yeah. And when we have the discussion again about how a house, the household is that we're a team and you're not doing things to help because me. Because that's the conversation that was happening on the Facebook page. Most people were losing their shit about Yeah. And do you know why we're, lo- we're losing our shit about that? Because it's actually not about – it's not actually about the wet towel on the floor. It's actually about being taken advantage of. Yeah. And it's actually about being – about feeling like you're a slave – yeah. Or that you don't matter. Yeah. That's that's actually what the emotion is. Yeah. And that it then just comes out. And then you get so resentful and I go like, oh, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm just going to leave it there. Oh, and then the, and then the whole, that whole stuff, that's just, that just has, is a hiding to nowhere because. Because they don't care. Because we're expecting, <clears throat> we expect people in our house to be thinking and acting the way we do. Mm. And no one does that. But what we, what we, so therefore what we what we're aiming for is for other people to develop consideration and thoughtfulness for each other. Mm. And that doesn't actually come naturally until we're in our mid-twenties, mm-hmm. particularly for, for men. It doesn't mm-hmm. come until their mid-twenties. So the notion of doing something to help someone is not actually particularly – I'm talking particularly about teenage brains here. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't exist. Mm. It's a learnt behaviour. And so – this is a this is a really big struggle because we sort of think I, I ask them five thousand times why don't they because you because that's what the, that's what their brain that's where their brains are at. I'll do now, it in a minute. Now men, I'll do it in a minute. Men or partners, that's another story. That is just that's a learnt behaviour from childhood that yep. is now no longer acceptable. That's a different conversation. But so I 
sort of tend to sit the boys down and just and I just use my words. I say I'm really I'm really struggling. I'm feeling really your behaviour, you're doing these things or not doing these things makes me feel like this. And imagine how you would feel if someone made you feel like that. So and and you know, and this is a, I, I am not claiming this from any moral high ground. I do this regularly at the moment we're back at you know level zero of they're not emptying dishwashers and they're not picking towels like we're back there yeah so we'll just we'll do it again but and it's really interesting because how do do you how do you when rob arrived he was just like well we've had that conversation (laughs) (laughs) and i was like novice and then he's just like they're not they're not doing it and i go what no of course they're not he's like what do you mean and i went uh you don't they only hear every fourth word yeah like dishwasher, towel, hi. <laughs> um, and so I also did a course like uh, a long time ago now. There's a book called Crucial Conversations and then I did it because I was doing it through work and so then there was an associated course and stuff you could do. But that comp- that that was sort of – that changed my brain and my thinking and my attitude towards all this because, of course, it's like, yeah, I'm not – How's that? How's that screaming and yelling working for me? Yeah. Well, I tell you what it does. When your cortisol levels are high, there is so many things that can cause problems. Uh, chronic complications include high blood pressure, type two diabetes, and osteoporosis. So when all of that stuff, uh, weight gain. Yeah. If so, if you're angry. It uh, increases appetite and signals the body to shift metabolism to store fat. Tired, because your body's thinking that you're in a complete uh, yeah, panic. You're in flight. danger. You're in danger. I'm going to lay food down because we might be starving for six yeah, months. Exactly. God, fucking brain. Tiredness interferes with a daily cycle of hormones, disrupts your sleep patterns. Mm. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. Disrupts your sleep patterns, cause fatigue. Impaired brain functions. Cortisol involves... Interferes with memory, contributes to mental cloudiness and brain fog. Mm. Um, and it also affects your immune system. Mm. So we're going to have a look at what the readers are saying about losing their shit because I think together we all need to just try not to lose it so much. We just... just You actually need to look beyond the anger. You need yeah. to actually go, what is it about this situation that I'm angry about? One will be because I ask all the time, sure. And you sound like a nag. What else is about it? I'm the one that ends up doing it. And how does that make you feel? Like a doormat. Yeah. Insignificant, unimportant, used. And that's that's the conversation. That's the emotion that's attached to it. And that's the conversation that has to happen. Who are we? I know. But (laughs) So that becomes like – and you know what though? There There is a wild card that you can play – and you really, you really only get to play it once, so you have to be careful, you know. And that is, that is, um, and I read this once in a story in Women's Weekly when I was still at school. Um, I read it once. I was, I was in a women's, and it was about a mum. Of course, you were reading the Women's Weekly while you were at school. I know, I just Nerd. loved it. Um, and this woman wrote you about only, how... You only read it for the recipe. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> about how she was getting, like, her boys... She had two teenage boys to... And she said to them... Um, she said, you know, when I'm picking up after you, 
I'm not thinking about how much I love you and that and how much you mean to me. I'm I'm thinking why did I ever have children? What why did I make wow. that decision? I'm questioning the decisions that I made in my life. And that for her boys, it was that was like being slapped in the face. They just went, "What? Like our mum doesn't think about how much she loves us all the time. She actually thinks she's questioning. She said, I think I'm questioning my decisions in life to have had children. I can, I can, I can, I think that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. Because you do. You do. You just go, I'm not, you're not thinking when you're picking up after your kids about how much you love them. No. Be saying you're fucking disgusting. Yeah. You're going, okay, let's let's crack on. All right. So. Um, Probably don't have a lot of time for everyone today. Joe actually talks about Mr. G from Summer Heights High oh. when he resigns. Oh my god, it was the best. <laughs> but interestingly, she also says in that show everyone ignores him because he does it regularly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Do you know what's more? In, do you know what's more effective than yelling? Not yelling. The mum whisper. No, sorry. The mum silence. Oh yeah. When mum goes quiet. Yeah. Then everyone in the house is scared. I know. Yeah. Um, Ingrid says, I think it's good to lose your shit every now and then. And I do actually agree with that. Like every now and then I will crack it and I'll just go, fuck, okay. And then, but then we talk about it afterwards and I'll go, listen, I don't, like I'm, you know, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. But I'm, I am a little bit of a, a gold medal losing shitterer, so I'm trying to pull back a bit. Yeah. Um, not saying it never happens, but I'm just saying it's not happening as much. <laughs> Pauline says, my 12-year-old thinks she's 16. Shit is lost regularly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Preach, sister. Um, I love Ursula is our gold star of the week. Oh, Ursula. I think I remember this one. Last night, I was on the phone to my sister for two hours trying to sort out another sibling's carer <laughs> oh, arrangement. I love this one. Ursula, I hear you on the carer arrangements situation. I finally finished talking at 7.30 to walk out and see my kids sitting in the lounge room waiting for dinner while my husband watched a movie on the computer. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> so I got changed, went to yoga and stayed out until 11pm. I love that is how it's I done. Even, they, I even wrote on that comment, I said, and that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Good I'm, on you. You it, are that awesome. Is, that Jam! Is, See, jam. <laughs> jam. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> I've even lost my list of people who I owe Let's jam start for. again. Let's start again. Put it down. Jam. Ursula, go. <laughs> We're starting afresh. Oh, hang on. I'm just writing this down. Um, people talk a lot here about the things that um, make them angry, like not so much about losing their shit but the situations that make them. And, again, it's about heading this shit off at the pass. So you don't yell at them when the kids are losing it in the car. You talk to them separately that night when they're going to bed and they're in bed and you're reading a story and you go, I want to talk to you about something. When you behave like that in the car, this is what this is it makes me feel like this. Do you know once my kids were fucking losing it in the car? Did you pull over? Pulled over and I sat in the in the gutter and I cried. Yep. I I just did not want to get back in that car. I had an incident when um, we were in uh, we were out like in the boondocks for um, my goddaughter's christening, Kiralee's for, for Kiralee's daughter, and Grove, Grovey was really little, like, and he used to always pull his arms out of the car seat yeah, yeah, things, right? Yeah. And it's like 
I'm on a country Mummy road. Mummy will smack. Mummy will smack. I'm going at a hundred, you know, 110 k's, and I'm like, you have to put your arms in if something runs out in front. You, you just have to. It's safe. It keeps you safe. Keeps you safe. You know. And then he's like, no, <laughs> like this. And I go, put your arm, put your arms back in, or I'm going to, I'm going to put you Mummy out. Mummy will smack. Mummy no, will smack. I'm going to put you out. You'll be. I'll have to just pull over, and you'll have to, put, and I'm going to put you out. And then of course, please so, tell me you did it. So, yeah, I did. <laughs> I pulled over and you should have seen the rest of the book. I traumatised them all. That's a deep laid trauma memory because they all just thought I was going to put him out on the side of the road and drive off. And then he was just so shocked that I did it. The arms went back in and it was like, yeah. But anyway, um, anyway, I digress. Yeah, so, so you can't – conversations in the heat of the moment uh, that never solve anything. No, you have absolutely. to talk about it separate absolutely. to the to when it happens. Anyway, um, yeah. So Kath, Catherine's issue is cars, kids in the car. Kathy is laziness, particularly the dishwasher. Oh, the dishwasher, the fucking dishwasher. Um, I'm going to write a book about dishwashers. Are you? That sounds really boring. Um, Janine talks. It's going to be about mutant dishwashers that take over the world. Yeah, still boring. Um, <laughs> Ye of little faith. <laughs> um, what she looking for, Dad? Oh, Jackie. So Jackie says, I become a classic teen queen. Stomp around, slamming doors. Pathetic, really. Mess and laziness tend to do it to me. So I used to, with the husband, because um, he wasn't known for his helpfulness. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and I remember we were talking about it in mother's group once about when we'd fight with our part, you know, partners. What did you do and stuff? And I'd just go, I just slammed doors and give him the silent treatment. And my friend Sharon was just like, "Well, that's unfair." And I was like, "What?" Because you know, I'm like, "No, no, you're on my side." You know, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she goes, "Well, how's he meant to know? Like, how's he meant to know what?" And I go, "Because he's meant to know. That's part of the whole reason." I'm sorry. She goes. No, that's really unfair. How can he you, – you've got to actually talk to him. And I was like, oh. Did you get lose her number? No, she's still a very good friend. <laughs> and she was absolutely right. Just just no good. Uh, and, and wet towels. Yeah, fucking wet towels. <gasps> Helen, the husband sulking like a fucking child. The husband used to do that and I used yeah. to like – Stop it. I just wanted to – I didn't She needs to, to walk in and go kebab. Yeah. I just used to want to – like bludgeon him to a bloody pulp when he would do that because I'm like, why do they? You're do the parent. That? Like we're parents. Like we're adults. What are you like sulking like a child? Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> right. Oh Trish, I like your earrings. Oh, thanks. They're from Adcart. Ba- they're really nice. From Baby Max Adcart. They're the ones that look like um, paper clips. She, um, I ordered something for my sister-in-law and it got there in two days. Yeah. Uh, I ordered something from Target two weeks ago and I ain't seen nothing yet. Ugh. Shout yeah. out to Baby Mac, add the cart, go and shop there. It's awesome. Go. Yes. Um, Charlotte says, I lose my shit at my 13-year-old son regularly and I hate myself for it. I yell, I rant and I rave and I hate it. No wonder he wants to live with his dad. Oh, fuck. Apart from that, I can appear cool as a cucumber on the outside while feeling like a complete and utter meltdown is happening on the inside. Oh, my God. That is so many of us. That so is many. so oh many gosh. of us. That is so relatable. Yeah. 
and like you almost feel like your blood's boiling in your veins yeah mm. yeah and then you just like you just got this mask on mm. and um oh that sounds shit i'm so sorry to yeah. hear that um charlotte one of the things my shrink gave me as a as an anger management tool years ago was that every human emotion tends to like has a lifespan of around 20 minutes and so when the big boys were little and I used to lose my shit at them all the time I was such a screamer and a yeller and I hated myself for it and he taught me this 20 minute rule so I would say to the boys Mummy is feeling really angry. I'm just going to my room for a minute until I don't feel so angry. I'm putting myself in time out and I will come out when I'm when I feel better. And when I first would do it, I would literally sit there up on the edge of my bed with my with my watch and it would take like it would take until about 17 minutes before everything I could feel the cortisol yep. levels and the yeah. blood pressure like everything All started to come down. back. And it became a it became like a it was like I practiced it, you know, yeah. so every time. So it then reached a point where I would have to go and do it and it would just be like three minutes. Yeah. But that might be a really good technique for you is that I just need to, I just need to time out I, myself. I do it all the time. I and it's like also modelling good behaviour yeah. for the other members in your family. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to really lose it, so I'm putting myself in time out. Just I'll come back out when I'm feeling yeah, better. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're modelling a good behaviour rather than yelling and ranting and raving at people. And and the thing is, is teenage boys, they just don't need us yelling and ranting and raving at them. No. And I don't want to. No. just want them to pick up the fucking towel. <laughs> um, Sandra okay, talks... Of t- time for two more, darling. Oh. Cracking the whip today, aren't I? Yeah, I know, right? Um, oh, Samantha makes a really good point. The majority of the time I lose it is because I haven't eaten or I'm sleep deprived. Well, I don't get the haven't eaten thing. All my ra- <laughs> all of all of my rationalisation skills fly out the window. The filter is off, and I'm like a time bomb. I know this about myself, so I'm able to warn those around me that I'm on the it's edge. Good, so true. It's so good. It's really true that that hunger thing, that hunger and tiredness. No, oh, I don't no understand the hunger thing because I'm never hungry because I'm always eating. But the um, coping, the mecha- tiredness. tiredness, your ability to cope when you're tired is obliterated. Oh, honestly, I wanted to fall asleep in Woolworths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Seriously, she says, I have auditory hypersensitivity and when I'm on the edge, I'm immediately in sensory overload. The dog's barking, the baby crying, TV too loud, chewing, all of it scrambles my brain. And I think the scrambling your brain is a really good way of putting it. It's like your brain does just, all your neural pathways are very lost. Joe, my new talking doctors taught me about labelling and I won't get into it now, but Jesus, interesting. Right. Um, I can't think. I've never been dismissed like that. <laughs> no, no, because that sounds really interesting yeah. and I think we should talk about it next week. Yeah, good. Um, I can't, she says, I can't think. In a perfect world, I'd take myself into a room by myself or put my headphones on to try and ground myself. It's not always possible and I start yelling at anything and everything. If I stub my toe on the chair, I will tell it to royally fuck off. I like you. Um, you would think that, loudly, you'd think that this would make me feel better, but it doesn't. Um, if I lose my shit on an actual person, I immediately feel terrible despite their reaction and then I just feel like shit. I've spent some time on the couch so I, I know this is a reaction to trauma. All of that being said, I still think it's sometimes beneficial to lose it occasionally so people see that you're human. You know what? Samantha gets a gold star too. That's a really good, that's a really good she post. Got, you're on the jam list. <laughs> um, 
that's a that's oh, a I like really, that. Yeah, it's really, really good. Really, really good. Um, and I think, um, I think that's. I think we're done. Oh, oh no! Okay, hang on. Lisa, so I'm a hot-headed Maltese. We only have one volume setting and it's loud. I'm married to a quiet man. He's Irish with a thick Belfast accent. My kids are both on the autism spectrum and so over time I have had to retrain myself becoming my go-to... Myself. Becoming my go-to was yelling and I mean yelling red-hot fury. They are both anxious kids and so it just over time became apparent that my behaviour was making everything worse. <laughs> yes, that, that's not a good recipe. <laughs> no. Anyway, she's, she's um, I think she's just, work, she's just worked on it. Yeah. Oh, the whole, that's the thing about life, Kim. Yeah, everyone's on a work in progress. Everyone's a work in progress. And it, nothing ever finishes. Yeah. It really doesn't. I know. I think oh. we were talking about that when I arrived, weren't you? Yeah. Weren't we? That it's just you've actually just got to accept that it's that it's, it's like no the it's like the tide. Yeah. It will come and it will go, but it does it never stops. It never stops. It never stops. No. What are you looking forward to next week? Apparently, I don't know what it is, but Rob has sent me an invite. We're doing dinner on Monday night, but I don't know what it is. Ooh. <laughs> Mr. Wiggs leaving on Monday for the week. Oh, where's he going? It's classified information. Oh, I see. I don't I, know. I didn't know. Oh, and next Some weekend. Some sort of sports ball thing. Next. Oh, really? That sounds boring. Um, and then the next weekend. Is it as boring as my um <laughs> my novel about mutant ninja yeah. ditchworkers? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, and then next weekend, Rob and I are going down to Canberra for the night because um, our friend Rachel is performing and we're going to have a picnic in the park and watch her choir perform and then we're going out for dumplings for dinner and we're staying in a fancy pants hotel and I'm going to sneak in a visit to the National Gallery because there's an exhibition of female artists called Say My Name or Hear My Voice or something um, and then we'll come home. So I've got two things that I'm really looking forward to this well, week. Well, I'm hoping to get to the Arthur Streeton yes. exhibition <gasps> gallery, but I'm really looking forward to my pelvic exam. <laughs> <laughs> and when is your pelvic exam? It's classified again. I don't want the paps to follow me. <laughs> I hope you've had a good week. Thanks for joining us this week. Yes. It's been a great episode. Um, I hope you, you learned something and thanks for sharing all your stories. Yes, I always learn always. something. Yes. And um, we love you. And we really, 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 really love you. We really do. We really do. You light up our lives. Yeah. And beautiful messages as always, yep. as we like to say. Just keep plucking. <laughs> <laughs>